Hello, this is Luis Otero, and I am from Mighty Warriors of the Way, which is a page, Facebook page that um, many people have been following lately. And this page is mostly for uh, blogs and things that I write. I'm a, a, a teacher of history, of Bible history, and one of the things I do is I take another perspective into stories that you already know. So here's one of the, those stories that a lot of people really seem to like a lot, and um, I've been asked to actually by some of the supporters of uh, the page on Facebook to start doing this um, podcast so people that are not able to uh, read the blogs can at least hear uh, my thoughts on some of these Bible stories. And this one is called The Longest Day. The Old Testament of the Bible is written account um, of the history of Israel and their constant uh, relationship with God, their God, Jehovah. Even though Israel was chosen by God, to bring the salvation to all nations, the Hebrews were not easily uh, won over by God. Nevertheless, the Lord that had made promises to his friend Abraham that his descendants were going to inherit the land of Canaan, he was loyal, even though his people were not. That speaks volume about the character of our Lord. Once he promised something, he delivers. He doesn't lie. And there's no variables in him. In Numbers 23:19, he says that God is never changing. His constant, patient, was able to deliver Israel from many times of uh, turmoil and sorrow. And his patience and holiness was never ever wavering towards his people. The book of Joshua is an account of how God delivered on his promise to give Israel the land of Palestine. God, through this book, flexed his mighty power, and the Jordan River opened up to allow Israel to start their conquest of this new land. The enemy was strong, but the God of the Hebrews was a lot stronger. In fact, the odds were stacked all against the ex-Egyptian slaves coming from the wilderness. There were giants in the land. There were fortified cities. There were weaponry that they had, that the, the, the locals had, that the Hebrews never knew about. Uh, there were giants in the land, and that was a big deterrence. But nevertheless, through the power of God, these giants fell before them. The fortified cities were taken with just a shout, and every time Israel was outnumbered, God intervened to help his people. It speaks to us nowadays. Every time you find yourself surrounded by the enemy or bad circumstances, hold on. Your God is about to show up like he did for the Israelites. No wonder the psalmist wrote, You are the God who worked wonders. You have made known your strength among all peoples. Psalm 77, 14. We find in Joshua chapter 10, probably one of the most powerful displays of the mighty God of Israel. 
in the chapter we find in, in this chapter we find the young commander Joshua fighting against a great enemy a whole coalition of five Canaanite kings had joined forces to fight the invaders and on verse 8 God spoke to Joshua and God said do not fear them for I have delivered them into your hand not a man of them shall stand before you what a promise That's, that's right, in, right in front of the enemy, right about to start the battle. This is the word that the God of Israel gave Joshua. Don't fear them. None of them will stand at the end of this day. With that type of encouragement from God, the young commander faced the enemy. Notice that Joshua did not advance into battle until God gave him words of assurance. We can always count on the Lord God Almighty in heaven to help each one of us face our fiercest battles through his word. No matter if the odds are stacked against you, if we follow his directions, we will see victory. Many people are defeated because they do not have the discipline to wait upon the Lord. And waiting is hard. We all know that. But defeat is devastating and long-lasting. We can conf confidentially move forward when God says we can move forward because the one fighting our battles is the Lord and He, only He, knows best. The Bible began to tell us the story of this battle and it was brutal. But I would like to point out an observation regarding this specific battle. See, Joshua was the commander, but God was truly the general. The one in charge through the entire battle was God. Jehovah, the Lord of hosts, was calling the shots from the get-go. He was fighting the battle for Israel. All Israel needed to do was show up and believe the word of God. There are many Christians today that unfortunately feel entitled to victories without ever stepping into the battlefield. They prefer other warriors to do the hard work for them and just participate on the spoils of war. They want the victory without the fight. And that's not the way it goes, my friends. This is one of the things that this isolation that we just went through with COVID-19 had taught us. You do not need to be prayed over every Sunday and someone laying hands on you all the time for you to fight your battles. You have the power to pray for yourself. He has given you a spirit of courage, a spirit of power, not of fear. He has given you self-control. Pray and act and then face the battle because God is going to be with you. As a child of the Most High, you can be assured that God will fight alongside. He will not leave you alone in the fight. He tells you today, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12.9 Finally, let me get to the point of the story that is so controversial through history. Joshua commanded the sun and the moon to stand still. Remember that? Because the day 
was getting short, darkness was coming. And on the verse 12 and 13 of that chapter 10 of Joshua, it tells us that Joshua knew that darkness was coming. For centuries, people preached that the reason why Joshua prayed was because if darkness fell, they would lose the battle. But that's not biblical. It's not a good reason to to actually say that Joshua prayed to the sun to stand and the moon to stand because they would lose the battle. Because like I stated, from the get-go, the one in charge of the battle was God. So God would have won anyways. See, on verse 11, the Bible says that God took over the battle for Israel. The creator of of all things was the one fighting. From the get-go, the battle was victorious already for Israel. The enemy fled and God, to add insult to injury, made hell fall from heaven on the enemy that was trying to escape. In fact, the Bible says there were more enemies killed by the hell that fell from heaven than by the sword of the Israelites. That's amazing. So, if God was fighting their battle and Israel had won the day, why did Joshua pray for the sun and the moon to stand still? Think about it. God was in charge, so it would have not mattered if night would have fallen. Even in darkness, God would have won. But simple. God was showing his might not only to the enemy of Israel, but to Israel itself. The people of God were in the midst of seeing their Lord in action. This new generation of Israelis had not witnessed what their parents had witnessed before them. Joshua realized that this was a very crucial and important moment in the history of Israel. Israel needed to be eyewitness of what the hand of God was capable of doing to defend his children. We must pray today that God will rise up leaders with the spiritual vision and discernment that Joshua had that day. Leaders that will recognize the hand of God moving and have the spiritual discipline and wisdom to give the glory to God alone and point people to the the one that deserves the true credit for all our victories, our Lord in heaven. Imagine for a moment being a warrior in the Israeli army and witnessing how the heavens open up to send hell over the enemy. We're not talking small pebbles. We're talking about stone size and boulder size, big, big rocks falling from heaven just on the enemy. Joshua recognized as the leader that he was, that this moment belonged to Jehovah and his people needed to vast in the glory of God, of the God that had just delivered them. Joshua uh, prayed and God stopped the whole entire universe because for the moon to stop and the earth to stop, now we know what we know about celestial bodies and how gravity and how all the planets move systematically around each other in their gravitational uh, uh, pools and their gravitational orbits. For God to stop the earth dead on its tracks, he must have then also stopped the sun. And everything that is in movement in the universe was stopped 
just because a man of God wanted the glory to be God and God alone. Israel needed to see this miracle with their own eyes. And I can assure you for the rest of their lives, they remember the day that they witnessed God fighting for them and saving them from the enemies. They learned that day that if God stopped the sun and the moon and the planets and all the universe for them, what was there to stop them from achieving God's goal? Nothing was impossible if God was with them. Many people doubt God's power because honestly, they have never experienced the God of Israel in a personal way. We must also pray today that we could stand still long enough to also witness God's hand upon our lives. God is fighting our battles and there is victory all around us. But we are blinded by our circumstances and we allow darkness to creep in. And this is the wake-up call, guys. As believers, we needed this COVID-19. God allowed our world to stand still once again, like that ancient day in history. This time, it was not the voice of a faithful, valiant warrior screaming, Son, stand still over Gibeon, and moon in the valley of Aishalon. But today, it is the voice of the Spirit of God saying, Stop. Look around you. I'm still God and I'm faithful and I'm in control and I will deliver you from this struggle. This is not our battle. The battle belongs truly to the Lord. I pray the sun also stands still in your heart today, long enough for you to witness the hand of God in your life. Yes, even now the middle, in the middle of this pandemic, God is working on your behalf and He's still on the throne fighting for you, fighting for us, fighting for His people. Stand still, behold, and see the mighty God of hand.